and welcome to the second episode of Random Movie Bucket List. I am your host, Dana, and I am joined by the wonderful Rodimus. What's going on? Another day, another dollar, mm-hmm. another movie down. Mm-hmm. Boy, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. Um, I feel like where I'm especially going to get a lot of flack because I've been getting flack already. Um, I got a message from Kova who was a bit disgusted at how many of the classic movies I have not seen. Um, I got a message from Uncle Aaron and James Hop over at Nerds the Podcast, formerly known as Nerd Porn, about how horrendous it was that I gave Shawshank Redemption only a free piece. Um, which I get it. It is a great movie, but for me, it just didn't. I don't know, not necessarily blowing my socks off here, but I just didn't have like the most, you know, uh, super enjoyment out of it, um, which I know that pings people to hear, but it is what it is. And also to Aaron, Ra- Aaron Ramey, who uh, also dropped us a message thinking that maybe we hadn't recorded the episode. Um, his wife works at the Ohio State Reform, Re- Ohio State Reformatory. Um, where they filmed the movie um, it's now a museum and it's obviously the 30th anniversary of the movie as we mentioned um, so there's like a lot of like stars coming in to do like a massive celebration uh, if I had known that information beforehand then we might have even like got him or, or him and his wife on to like maybe review that episode with us and give us some extra tidbits um, but yeah so last thing I'm going to say on the short show redemption and something we're going to do um, in a sense for the movie's ongoing. Uh, I'm just going to give you their budget. So the budget for Shawshank Redemption was 25 million, uh, and worldwide it made 28 million. Now, why can't get? And I know there's a way of doing a box office mojo, but I don't know why it's not showing me now. Is that? Ooh, what happened there? You still with me? I'm here. Okay, I know. I no idea what that was. Um, there's a way for them to like show the um, box office money in like today's currency, but it's not allowing me to do that, which is a bit of a shame. Um, but yeah, so that is the in a sense the last of Shorter Shadow Redemption. Today's movie um, was meant to be a lot further down the list, um, but it, I brought it up to second because I was planning on doing a double feature, um, which I don't think I will now, uh, which I'll explain in a little bit. Uh, is Mean Girls. Uh, mean Girls was released in 2004. It's a 12A um, and it's an hour and 37 minutes long. It's directed by Mark Waters, re- um, written by Rosaline Wiseman and Tina Fey. Uh, stars Lindsay Lohan, Jonathan Burnham, Rachel McAdams, um, Tim Meadows, Amy Polar, Anna Gestier, Lacey Shebert, Lizzie Kaplan, uh, Daniel Frains, Neil Flynn, Amanda Seyfried, who I'm pretty sure I know her from Veronica Mars. And that's where my I think I first laid eyes upon her. Um, and many, many more. Um, briefest of synopsis is uh, Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics. The A-list girl cleat at her new school until she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend out of her plastic Regina George. Now, I know already I'm going to piss people off, yeah, but I really enjoy this movie and I give it a whole chicken. So I'm sorry 
for those that are going to be disgusted by that but I had a lot of fun with this movie uh, it was my first time seeing it it was entertaining um, lots of jokes it kept me laughing out loud um, the whole time I don't know why I missed this one when it came out in 2004 I guess I probably wasn't going cinema and watching a lot of different movies at this at that point in time um, yeah um, how old would you have been in 2004? I would have been I think 15 in 2004 yeah I would have been I think 19 when this movie came out and mm. it it was not for me then and it is not for me now <laughs> there is if there was something lower than bones I could give this <laughs> I would give this lower than bones I cannot believe you gave it a whole chicken I can't believe you enjoyed it that much I didn't laugh one time. Really? Like, I don't know. Like, it, it was not humorous to me at all. It was like pulling out teeth the entire time I was watching it. Oh, man. I, I, I watched it on like Tubi or one of the free ones. Yeah. And I looked forward to the commercial breaks. Like, <laughs> that's how much I dislike this movie. Wow. Oh, my days. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I when, Because I knew it was like, like a, a teen drama, I was like, you know what? I'm going to. Like I preemptively went into it like ah, I'm not gonna like this, I'm not gonna enjoy this. But then like within like 15 minutes, yeah, I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. And then for me, it just kept on getting funnier and funnier. Um, I was like, oh, it's the parent trap girl, um, Lindsay Lohan. Didn't didn't she like sniff cocaine and like lose her nose? Or am I thinking something completely different? Oh no, she and Tara Reid both went down the booger sugar train and uh, went off the deep end, and then basically got themselves kicked out of Hollywood and then, you know, have only showed up in, in bit roles here and there. Okay, yeah. So I was like, hey, she the girl with the cocaine and the nose drop off. Yeah, she, uh, you know, this is the time period where she was like, you know, super cute. One of the, those girls in movies that, you know, as a teenage boy, you're like, yeah, I don't mind watching movies with her in it, mm. you know. And I, watching it back, I, all I could think of is like, can I just watch something else? Like, I... <laughs> How are they making a second one of this? So, every every joke missed. Every really? bit part. Every character. Everything seemed so overdone that we've done before. Now, back in 2004, maybe this was better. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was more breakthrough or whatever. It just it just fell so flat for me. That's mad. Um, so, like I said, this was going to be a double header, but I haven't got around to watching the second one. Um, and the second one is just a remake of the original, but it looks like they've turned into a musical. Um, I I've watched like the first two minutes, and I was like, "Oh my god, I want to turn this off." Um, and also, we've changed our schedule around just a little bit. I probably will check it out, but I'll probably if I do, it'll be a probably very brief review on the Blurred's main feed. Um, I can't believe you hated this that much. I would rather like watching all of Oppenheimer would feel shorter than watching this movie to me. Like, it, oh my god, <laughs> the clicks in the the way that everything is presented, it is so like even back in two thousand and three, yeah, there were clicks, but it does it didn't feel like it was so like it just felt like a bad representation of of high school, which for you was is what what is high school for you guys? Uh, secondary school secondary school yeah. and your secondary school starts younger right uh, 11 to 16 uh, and, okay so this is high school so this is 7 yeah so they would be in your secondary but for us we go till 18 in high school right so like well I, 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 took, oh. I, I, I took this more this would probably be our college this would be like 16 to 18 for us 
Because she was 16 yeah, at the beginning of the She movie. was a junior in high school, so that would have put her at 16, 17 years old. Yeah, so that, that's the equivalent of our college, which you got, where your college is the equivalent of our university. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it just felt stupid. Like, it just felt dumb. Oh, man, I had so much fun with this. I was laughing out loud. Um, I, it, it, I, I like it the paints stuff. girls is so dumb, though. Like, I couldn't believe how dumb that it, it made girl clickiness feel and i i wasn't i am not currently and never have been a teenage girl so i don't mm. like, i can't relate to any of the characters yeah. but even like the guys looking in I, I don't know man it just felt bad it felt bad and then it it feels out of place i don't know if that's because of modern times and, mm. and quote-unquote wokeness but when the gay jokes and the retarded jokes you know i get it you know it was a different time yeah. but it just felt really weird now yeah right i, I hear that but like again for me someone like watching this back and then like also understanding like how school can be clicky and seeing those tropes especially um, when it comes to a lot of like American TV that we we get over here in the UK where it's very tropey with the jocks the cheerleaders they're like in a sense the plastic girls like not an exact representation but there's elements of that happen over here in the UK as well so like I could see certain things I found it amusing like when they um they you they um she saw the kids in the like being animals in a watering hole. I found that funny and related because I was like, yeah, do you know what? Sometimes yeah, kids can be menaces. Kids can be animals, and like some of the things that they do yeah is very like tribalistic and like moving around in herds and stuff. And you know, you generally do get the cool kids and the sports kids hanging around together, and then you do get the nerdy kids. You do then get the group of goth kids like. Maybe, like you said, maybe that's not something that happens as much now. But like, you know, again, there was semblances of that in, in, in my period of school where all the nerds hanged around with each other, all the cool kids hanged around with each other. Because like for me, initially, um, not that I was a cool kid, but like I hanged around with all the cool kids. But like I used to get in so much trouble that I was like, you know, what? if I keep hanging around with these cool kids, yeah, I'm going to either get, gonna get suspended or, or something worse. And like my dad already threatened him to send me back to Ghana, which is like one of the like worst punishments you can get as an African kid for your parents. To be like, look, I'm gonna send, I'm basically gonna deport you back to Ghana to go live in Ghana, and then you know you get beat and disciplined like, extremely well over there. And um, so then I start hanging. Around I'm with pretty the- sure if you told anybody like if you don't shape up, we're sending <laughs> you to Africa, they'd be like, fuck that, I don't want to go to Africa. Yeah, no, I I I, I guess so in it, but like obviously when you um. You're, you're from the culture and you understand like the level of discipline where like you know you, you, you like over here in the UK they, they don't do corporal punishment the teachers can't beat you um to like for not doing your homework and stuff out of there that's just a calm thing like if you're like two minutes late that's two lashes like do you know what I mean like and so I, as, as, a, as a kid I'm just like nah fuck that I'm, I'm gonna fix up I'm gonna hang around with the nerdy kids because like they never get in trouble with the teachers and then that way I won't get in trouble anymore and then the nerdy kids were just as bad as the cool kids if not sometimes worse but they just were you know had good grades were not really bad in class that they got away with it um yeah man again I just had a lot of fun of it I liked how um Katie was turned into a plastic even though she was trying to infiltrate them to like um get the main girl um embarrassed and like show them show the school how much of an evil character she is and it like backfired I thought that was funny uh, I thought the bit, little bait and switch where she played the victim and, and released the burn book to the teachers 
and how that like escalated and turf is crazy and, and then, uh, this is so bad yeah but when they like obviously I don't know if this was the start of um showing um oh what's the word diversity in um in movies and stuff yeah but like they had the, the they had the um I'm trying to think what the, the political correct word, word is um the little person then they had the girl in the wheelchair uh, and uh, when the, the when they got the uh, girl in the wheelchair to do the trust for yeah in the wheelchair I was cracking up I couldn't help myself I was absolutely laughing and then the end when she got hit by the bus yeah it was it was so stupid so dumb yeah but like again I was just cracking up and laughing man like I had a lot of fun in this movie and uh, Tim Meadows I think was the only person that I like was amused by because he plays that like that principal character in multiple things mm. he, he plays that like weird kind of uh you know dry humor just everything falls flat and you're laughing because he what he says should be funny but it isn't funny to anybody on screen but it's funny to you mm. like he does that in a couple of the adam sandler movies that he's in and it's just like like he was my favorite character and tina fey like i i can't believe tina fey and amy poehler are as old as they are looking back like it doesn't feel like they're that much older than i am but but they are you know mm. yeah because I was, I, I was just thinking oh, what's the, what's the tv show she's famous for they did i think they did saturday night live and then they did like bridesmaids and like i think other like comedies they just do stuff together okay now i may i may be thinking of somebody else then because oh like tina fey tina fey is in one show i can't like remember commun- what it is. is is it community or something like that something uh see i never watched community uh, I, I oh, thought, 30 Rock. 30 Rock is the one you're thinking of. Okay, yeah. She was in some TV show, and I was like, okay. Um, so when I saw her in this, I was like, oh, she was in this. I was like, okay, I've, I've not seen you. I've not seen you. Um, I didn't know this was a movie that you were in kind of thing. Um, yeah, they did Golden oh, that, Globes and she, stuff, she, too. She was an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. She was in that as well. Um, yeah, man. Again, it's one of them ones, yeah. I get that it's not like the best movie in the world. I get that it's stupid. I get that it's, you know, uh, a, I want to say kids, but it's like a, a teen drama in a sense, yeah? But like, I just really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun of it. Um, so that's that's. What would me. you, would you say that it felt like they were in the right roles? Like the Katie versus Regina. So the Lindsay Lohan versus the Rachel McAdams. Like, I feel like that casting is backwards. Really? I feel like, Rachel McAdams would have made a better Katie Heron and Lindsay Lohan would have made a better Regina. Um, mm. And I don't know if that is the, the, the history that has followed since the movie um, versus uh, like their characters and what they presented as. I, 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 the one person I felt like they didn't give much to do was Amanda Seyfried's character. Um, and again, I think maybe it's because I've seen her in other, other roles um, obviously after this where she's like, in a sense, excelled. So seeing her play like this, like bit part side character, I was a bit like, oh, like I, I thought would you just you would just be in it more and like do more things. Yeah, I think the friends roles are kind of backwards too, because from what I remember, um, Lacey Shabbert or Shabbert Chabert, however you say her name, I think historically she's played more of the dumb best friend roles, or she looks like that to me more. And then mm. um, Amanda Seyfried, I think, has a better career. Now, I know Lacey does all those Hallmark movies because my mother-in-law and wife love those around Christmas time. 
Yeah. So like I've seen her a trillion and a half times as like the I need a new husband type girl, but mm. I I don't know. I just felt like all the casting was a little off. Fair enough. Fair Except enough. for Tina Fey, I think Tina Fey was fine. I, again, for me, everything just worked in it. And again, I don't know whether um, the age difference or you know maybe you know the nostalgia factor that I was feeling, I was getting from it. Um, especially like I said, for me, it was my first time watching this. Um, and then I don't know, man. It just worked. Like I was cracking up the whole way through, man. Like and again, like I said, maybe like the first five times I was like trying to resist it because I was like, oh. You know, I, I can't give this a good score because I want to look stupid. Like, but I, I couldn't help it. Like, I had so much fun and it made, like, after watching, I was like, okay, do you know what? If I want to see what's the one that's out in cinema now, um, but I just kept the running out of time kind of thing. And I thought it was going to be a sequel to this first movie because, um, Tina Fey and, um, Tim Meadows are back in the 2024 movie, but, it's just a re- remake, so yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before I move on to some trivia from the movie? Um, so let's let's play this game again. What do you think the um, Rotten Tomato score is for it? Ooh! Right, last time we played the guess game, and you you were really really close. So, what do you think the uh, tomato meter is and the audience score? Alright, I'm gonna go that critics didn't like this movie that much. So I'm gonna give the critic score at maybe like a 65%. And I'm gonna give the audience score a 79%. Flip them. 66 was the audience score, 84 was the critic score. Ooh, I, I, I wasn't that far off if you flipped the scores, though. No, yeah, you were real close if you flipped the scores. So that's what surprises me. Like, why, like, 66% does not mean let's redo this to me. Like, that doesn't sound like a movie that, like, should be redone. Now, I guess it's different, right? Like, we live in a different time where yeah. movies for women are made more, and it's, you know, that, that well, has a better better representation. Yeah. But, and also, it's, uh, it's been 20 I years. Don't. It's been 20 years. Um, on IMDb, it's rated at a 7.1 um, out of 10 uh, with 427,000 reviews. Um. Again, looking look just like I said, I've, I've I've seen the first two minutes of the new one when I'm gonna try and get the rest watched. Um, the they've kept the gay guy, but they've made him a, a big black gay guy. Um, and then the girl they've kept her the like punk rock girl. They've kept her the same, and and that's pretty much as much as I've seen of it so far. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if because this is the thing, yeah. Like, unless you're, um, in a sense, maybe like Eddie Murphy doing a certain type of movie, yeah, you can't make some of the jokes that they made back then because, you know, you'll just get cancelled. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to modernize it and make it more of a internet-based thing, social media-based thing. Well, yeah, um, I think it'll be social media-based thing because already, like, literally the first five seconds, they've got a mobile phone and they're trying to record a TikTok yeah oh the one joke that did that i did laugh at mm-hmm. but it was just like a minor chuckle is when when they're introducing Lindsay lohan to the class and like oh she moved from africa yeah. and they go to the one black girl in the class and she's <laughs> like no i've been here the whole time 
That was yeah, that was funny. That was tough. But like I said, there was there was so many jokes like that, yeah, that was so stupid, yeah. But I just could not help myself laughing. Like I don't know if that says a, a lot about what kind of comedy I like, but it, like I said, it just really, really worked to me. Uh, the story for the most part was very straightforward as well. Uh, the acting was, you know, everyone was just doing a, you know, just doing a standard job of acting. There was not like a a tour de force acting performance from anybody. Uh, I, ooh, I was gonna say, how, how old was Lindsay Lohan when she did this movie? I think she's my age, so she would have been around nineteen. So, so she um, was born in. Da, 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 nope, not I was born in eighty five, and I think she's about my. She age. was born in eighty six. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, exactly. So she would have been eighteen, nineteen. She's age appropriate for the role, which is pretty mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's cool. Um, it's cool. Again, I, I had a lot of fun of it. It brought me back though with like the dyed hair, like the blonde, the bleach blonde hair, and and some of that stuff, and and how that went when we were we were younger. But I I don't I don't think this movie has the staying power to do a a second one or a new one because like you said, the acting nothing great, mm. literally nothing great. Um, none of nobody stood out as far as that cinematography. I think it's the, it's very basic. There was nothing new done. They don't even get creative with those wildlife um, African shots, like when they turn the kids into like animals or whatever. Like you could have done some crazy close-ups or some kind of prowling stuff, like something different. Mm. And it, it just nothing there. It was very basic pan shot. Um, the the music score, I I couldn't even tell you because I, I just <laughs> did not register at all. Mad. I I um, for what I vaguely remember, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was interesting seeing um, Neil Flynn because I think the only other thing that I've seen him that I recognize him from is Scrubs. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. So seeing him pop up in this was interesting and pretty cool. Um, it, isn't he the dad and like Malcolm in the middle or something? No, that's um, the other guy. The guy from Breaking Bad. Oh, fuck. Why am I forgetting his name? Oh. Brian Cranston. There we go. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's Brian Cranston. He, this guy did one of those stupid shows too, like at the same time where he had like the, the family and he was kind of an idiot and didn't really know what was going on. Did he? What the heck show was it? Um, yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. I, I don't like him as an actor. You're right. He is in Scrubs. That's, that is for yeah, sure. That's literally all I know for him. But in terms of um, something that's similar to Break, um, not Breaking Bad, similar to um, Malcolm in the Middle, I would not be able to tell you. I'm trying to try to have a quick look at his IMDb. Oh, um, he's the middle. Huh? The middle. He's the dad in a TV show called The Middle, which basically looks like Malcolm in the Middle, but with a different family. Oh, from 2009 to 2018, had 215 episodes. Hmm. I don't I don't recall. Something made by Warner Brothers, and it was on ABC. That must be something that only um, aired over for you guys in the States, because... This does not look familiar to me at all. Yeah, you didn't miss anything, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, so Mean Girls uh, had a budget of $17 million, uh, Domestic open at $24 million. Um, Worldwide, it had made $130 million. So at least, in a sense, it was a very profitable movie. Because they normally say that you take the budget times it by two for marketing, so that's thirty-four million, hundred fair. So it made over a hundred million. So that's a good profit for everybody that was involved. Yeah, last week I asked you like, oh, what was your favorite 
you know, Morgan Freeman role or that. Like, there's nobody in this movie that I care. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't. Well, Lindsay Lohan has got to be the parent trap. Uh, machete, because she plays a, like a washed up drug girl in Machete. Okay, I don't, I don't think I've, I've not seen Machete. She was also in Freaky Friday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I guess Rachel McAdams, right? She's uh, isn't she uh, in Doctor Strange? Uh, she plays as the nurse, no? The love. She's a doctor. Just because she's a girl doesn't mean she's a nurse. But yes, the, she's the, Sorry. the love interest person. Getting get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, well, as a male nurse, you know, I get a little. Yeah, no, a little I, up in arms when we do that. I hear you. I hear you. My bad, guys and girls. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I shall try and be more politically correct in the future. Um, you just got you got locked into the mean girl's mind frame. Yeah, okay? okay, it's not your fault. <laughs> Thank you for the forgiveness. I hope everyone else is as forget as forgiving as you are. Um, Rachel McAdams. I'm trying to find her on. Yeah, Doctor Str- Doctor Christine Palmer is her character. Um. I can't, again, I wouldn't be able to... So she's known for The Notebook, which is actually one of the movies on our list. Uh, Sherlock Holmes and Red Eye is the ones that she's known for on IMDb and obviously Mean Girls. Um, oh, she's real good in Sherlock Holmes. Do you know what? I haven't seen Sherlock Holmes in ages. I don't even remember be, her being in it. Isn't that like a requirement over there? You have to watch something Sherlock Holmes every month oh, or I've, something? I've seen, I think, pretty much all of the Sherlock Holmes. Other than I haven't seen, um, is it Enola Holmes on the one on Netflix? I haven't seen that one. But uh, it's it's uh, okay. Mm. Fair enough. I don't know. All right, I'm going to yeah. just bounce off some couple of trivias and then we shall call it a night. So uh, in the scene where Cadus asks for her... If her muffin was buttered, the line was originally going to be, is your cherry popped? The same went for the girl who made out of a hot dog. This was going to be masturbated with a hot dog. These were made in order for the film to film to gain a PG rating instead. Um, I think nowadays that would have flied and sort of gave, given that range because like people are so more, I don't know if open is the word, but like I think we're a little bit more free with some of the ratings. Like I remember... I can't remember what it was. I watched something and it was like a 15 back in the day and I'm just like, actually, I'm getting my wires crossed because I was going to say, I watched something that was like a 15 back in the day and I was like, ah, oh, maybe this will be an 18 now. But then times have changed. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Anything that is either crass or vulgar now is less restrictive, mm. but anything that is less politically correct is now more restrictive. Yeah. Um, the slang term fetch short for fetching was invented by Tina Fey she didn't want to use an expression Tina's actually used because she didn't want it to come out there later smart um, and this is an interesting one because you you mentioned this in a ter- topsy-turvy kind of way initially Lindsay Lohan was cast as Regina but she decided to play the nice girl Katie Heron so the public would not base her real personality on Regina's Rachel's man Adams was chosen to play mean girl Regina George because only nice girls can play mean girls according to the producer. So as you said where you felt like the role should be reversed, initially Lindsay Lohan was cast as the mean girl. Yeah, that just feels more natural. Like because mm. I like I think that's more in line with who she was yeah. as a celebrity. Yeah. Um 
Tim Meadows broke his hand before shooting and had to wear a car, so the explanation that his character, Mr. DeVoe, had a carpet tunnel was added. Fair enough. I was wondering why this guy always had that on his thing. And then yeah, th- that is one thing I was like, what is the, what's the payoff going to be with this stupid hand brace? <laughs> I thought him and um, Tina Fey's character were going get, to get together at the end, but they didn't do that. That, she was so oblivious that he was hitting on her from the yeah, beginning. Exactly. Um, this was uh, the fe- uh, this was the feature film screenwritten debut for Tina Fey. Uh, Amy Poehler, who plays Mrs. George, is only seven years older than the on-screen daughter Rachel McAdams. Um, Tina Fey envisioned backgrounds for all of the characters. If any of the characters have questions about the character, she could fill in the blanks for them. Uh, this was Amanda Seyfried's first film role playing Karen Smith. Oh, swear. Nice. Interesting. All right. That's uh, that's for me. That's all I have to say on Mean Girls. Um, any crazy- it's funny that you say that she had the backstory for all the characters mm-hmm. because like none of it came through on the show for me. It was all very flat. Like the parents barely there. Like well, they, they why were, did it, why? They, why did, why they, are they even there? They weren't the focus in it. It was just more of a get the kids to school to show they have parents. The same with the, um, I think for, um, oh, I forgot her name, the, the, the original Mean Girl, what, um, Rachel McAdams' character, Regina, I think they were showing her the fact that she's got like a, a rich mum that spoils her, that's got fake tits, like she's not grown up in like a, a caring, loving home. And that's why she's a mean girl. And like, not to stereotype, obviously, the, 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 we never saw a picture, um, the dad in the picture as well. So it, it gave off that stereotype of like, oh, you know, um, raised by a, a single mom that's probably, you know, a, a product of divorcee, rich parents probably just spend money on her rather than giving her proper love and affection. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that's what I took from it. Like, maybe. Oh, I took it more as like, you know, her dad is a rich guy who married her mom because they said they were having troubles but like married the mom to be a stay-at-home trophy wife Mm. so like the mom's you know basically doesn't know what's going on trying to live in her beauty young years and and is stuck at home all the time because did you see the little sister doing all the stuff in the background like whenever they showed her sister that was but like it just made me kind of think of like where we are social media where kids are so heavily influenced like obviously back in the day it was where it was showing on mtv you know do you know what i mean and the fact that I'm pretty sure, like, she was basically twerking one of the little things, yeah, and, like, everyone's, like, outraged about how twerking's, like, you know, uh, such a recent thing, but people have been twerking for forever, and it's, like, it's not new, isn't it? Um, yeah, twerking, twerking and grinding have been around forever. Exactly as that. Oh, do you know that Scarlett Johansson tested for the role of Karen Smith? No, I did not. And James Franco was considered for the role of Aaron Samuels. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, that Jonathan Bennett, I don't know him from anything. Do you know him in any other movies? No. Uh, let me see. Let me click on him. Jonathan Bennett. He is known for... Oh, he's got a very nice IMDb picture, though. Uh, known for Mean Girls, Awkward, The Christmas House, and Van Wilder Freshman Year. So, it sounds like a lot of, like, D-list movies, to be honest. Oh, yeah. He's got a list of TV movies. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy Island, Holiday Sitter, Wedding of a Lifetime. Yeah, so he's probably a Hallmark guy, too. Mm, yeah. I probably have seen him just blocked it out from trauma. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, anything you want to say in regards to Mean Girls? 
I think I like you less as a human being for making me watch this. <laughs> Listen, it's not my fault. It was on the list. If it hadn't been on the list, I probably would have gone my whole life not seeing this movie. However, I'm glad I did because I had a lot of fun of it. I really enjoyed it. And if that makes me weird, so be it. I am my own person. God damn it. Yeah. Mr. I gave a three-piece to Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I want to get hit on that for, for many, many years to come, but it is what it is. Um, all right. So, um, ideally, uh, next week might be a double slash triple feature as we are going to be talking The Dark Knight. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen any of those movies and the fact that The Dark Knight is the second movie in the trilogy I'm going to do my best, very best attempt to watch all of them and uh, even though the focus will be on The Dark Knight we will talk a little bit about the other two movies as well I was surprised when I went to my movie shelf to, to grab it because I was going to watch it ahead of time mm-hmm. I don't have it I only have Batman Begins ah, so you're going to get a trilogy box set yeah, and just get all in one yeah, I'm probably gonna have to do that. Either that, or I'm gonna have to pay for HBO Max. Oh, is that what it's on? I might just get. For, I might just do it on Amazon Prime. Oh, is it streaming there? Uh, I don't know if it's streaming on there for free, but you know you can still like buy movies on Amazon. Oh, we, yeah, I know that. I just thought <laughs> I'm trying not to spend money, brother. Trying not to spend money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also gonna try not to spend money too. But if I, I'll, I'll have a look and see. So that for anyone that's ever interested in finding um, a movie or where to find a movie, there's a really cool app called Just Watch. And if you type it in the movie or TV show, as long as it's in your region, it will give you a list of where it's streaming. And if it's not streaming anywhere, it will give you. Um, how much it would be to buy to rent let's say of Amazon or Sky TV over here um, yeah it's a very useful app um, I would highly recommend it for movies that um, aren't in the cinemas currently and for TV shows um, yeah any closing remarks on use good sir just uh, you know what was I saying that there's just just be fetch everybody <laughs> I like that I like that alright guys Thanks for listening. Catch you guys next week. Bye-bye now.